0: just go to cars.com. It's magical. What's shaking, Red Nation? It is Jeremy Brenner here with another episode of The Dream Take, presented by The Dream Shake, Come of all things Houston Rockets on SBNation.com. Mike's got the night off. He's officiating a wedding. So it is me, myself, and I for this episode of The Dream Take. Rockets fall 125-105 against the Milwaukee Bucks. A uh, rough loss tonight. Obviously, uh, it's really hard to win a game on the second night of a back-to-back on the road against a clearly better team in the Bucks, and also a team that uh, was in its home opener and had the night of rest from Friday. So a lot of things that went wrong against the Rockets tonight to really make this difficult for them to win also add the fact that... Uh, There was no Eric Gordon tonight. There was no Jay Sean Tate tonight. There was no Bruno Fernando tonight. So the Rockets were a bit shorthanded as well. Um, But let's look at the box score before we get into this game. So for the Rockets, your leading scorer, Jalen Green, uh, struggled tonight going 6 of 19 from the field but had a team-high 22. Uh, Kevin Porter, 18 points for him. A rough shooting night for him as well, Uh, only 5 of 15 from the field. 14 points for K.J. Martin, who started for, uh, who started for Eric Gordon today. We, we did talk a little bit last night about um, who would start between K.J., Josh Christopher in this particular scenario. Uh, K.J. gets the start. Uh, decent night for K.J., 6 of 11 from the field. Definitely the most efficient uh, of the Rockets tonight. 14 points for him. Uh, Jabari Smith, he struggled early on with some foul trouble. Uh, but he had 13 points and 11 rebounds. I want to say that's his first NBA double double. Uh, but Usman Garuba got the start uh, for Fernando tonight, six points for him with eight rebounds. four steals also for Garuba. Good night for him. Uh, if there's a bright spot to take away from tonight's game, it's Garuba. Um, it seems like a lot of the uh, kind of a lot of the reasons why you liked Garuba so much going into last year's draft, were shown tonight, you know, he was able to be uh, somewhat of a, you know, he was able to move the ball freely on offense, keep keep the offense flowing, while also on defense be that anchor that you need down low. And against a team like uh, Milwaukee, who is really big, uh, that that was crucial um, tonight. And I think Garuba has probably uh, had the best game tonight, believe it or not um you know I I think obviously there's an argument for Jalen Green he had 22 points led all rockets but um you know I I I like I like what we saw from Garuba tonight that's uh that's just where we'll leave it Tari Eason at 11 points off the bench 19 minutes a decent night for him as well uh Alperon Shangun, 9 points 9 rebounds a decent night for him, four of nine from the field. I mean, decent, yes, but also at the same time they lost by twenty on the road, so it's really not, uh, you know, not something to really, you know, look look on positively. I would say. Um, other than that, kind of just no, like zeros from everybody else. Josh Christopher got sixteen minutes tonight. <sighs> Can y'all hear me now? If y'all can hear me in the group chat or say so in the group chat. I don't know. The, the app has been super buggy for me lately. And I don't know why. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm getting kind of annoyed. I thought there was, like, maybe an update that I needed or whatever. Um, can y'all tell me, like, where I stopped? Like, when y'all stopped hearing me? I want to know how long it was out or did I like ever even start I gotten through LP stats okay this is going to be a bitch for mike to edit trying to think what I should do all right I'm just gonna say okay nine points nine assists for LP I'm gonna go there and I'll just make a note for Mike or something I don't know maybe maybe it'll look better on the thing okay all right three two one all right, nine points, nine assists for Al P. Uh Decent night for him, yes, but ultimately not his best night compared, compared to what we saw on Friday night from him. Uh, not his best effort that we've seen so far this season. Uh, then going over to Milwaukee, 44 from Giannis. It was his night, no doubt. 44 points, 12 rebounds. He only played 28 minutes. There was there was just no answer for Giannis tonight. You know, I guess they tried to throw Jabari on him early on in the game, but Jabari got in foul trouble, and then it they really just had no answer after that. And I I just I think that that was the main issue. You know, the Rockets kind of just you know dug themselves a hole early on, and they never really were able to recover. Um, Other than Giannis, nineteen and ten from Drew Holiday, eleven points for Grayson Allen, thirteen off the bench for Bobby Portis, and nine points apiece. For Nawara, Ibaka, and George Hill, um, so ultimately, I feel like this is a combination of being a schedule loss and just being an early in the season. You know, playing a team that's just a lot better than you, and and those loss those losses are going to happen. You know, the Rockets were the worst team in the league last year, so every night they're going to be playing a team that is probably better than them, um, and especially tonight, but. Uh, it's, it's more about just competing and I'm curious to see how they compete this upcoming week. You know, we did talk about, um, like when the schedule came out, um, go check out that episode to kind of get an overall view, but I mean, you look at, you look at the schedule here, uh, to start the year yet you had these three games and you're, you're not looking too hot about these three games, uh, with it at Atlanta home versus Memphis at Milwaukee, especially with the back-to-back there. This week, it does get slightly easier um, with two Utah games right there, although Utah um, has looked a lot better than maybe we had expected. Um, And then you go at Portland, at Phoenix, and two against the Clippers. So, like, after this week, you've you've got three or four games here. And then at Minnesota, you've got a lot of games there with teams that could be Playoff contenders, like major playoff contenders, so um, not a good start on the schedule for the Rockets. Um, and I think that's that's okay. I think I think getting these big games against you know high profile teams is is big in building character, and it's big in um, you know getting your team set up for the rest of the year, and especially for and, and you know if the Rockets are going to lose a whole bunch of games anyway why not get it started off the bat and then, uh, you know, set yourselves up for a long season that you can, you know, maybe maneuver, get some unexpected wins, maybe down the stretch. Um, you know, I'm sure the Rockets will find a way to win. I don't think this is going to be like it was last year where it took them uh, 17 games to get win number two. Like, I really don't think that's going to happen. Um, let Let's see, like, let's see if they'll get two wins before, uh, before game number 17. So they have Utah. Let's assume they split. They'll probably get at least one of these wins. At Portland, at Phoenix, at the Clippers, home against the Clippers, at Minnesota, I, I don't like their chances really at all to get any of these games. Um, So at Orlando, they'll have a shot to win that one. At Toronto, that could be a tricky one. At New Orleans, that's another tricky one. Home against L.A., at Dallas, Indiana. There you go. That's your second win it, in this stretch, maybe. We could be in for a rough ride, guys. This is not looking too good. Um, Indiana is game number 17. So maybe we do start 2-15 and 15 again. I, I don't think so. Um, I, I feel like the Rockets will steal one of these games. But they have a lot of road games to start. Um, that in game against Indiana on November 18th, is the fifth home game of the year, so they will have five home games versus twelve road games to start the year. I mean, they could not have made this any more difficult for the rockets it's 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 crazy it's crazy, absolutely crazy um, but you know if if two and fifteen is where they are i I think people are going to start to call for Silas's head maybe a little too soon um Although this happened last year as well, people were calling for his head, and I don't know. I don't know. I, I think they'll figure it out. They'll, they they have to win one of these games against these. Like I, I could see them competing against Portland. I could see them competing against Phoenix. Uh, I could see them competing against Minnesota. Um, they'll they could win both of these Utah games this week if if they if they are able to show up the the one that's at utah i think is going to be a lot more difficult to win um versus the one that's at home uh on monday um they they could compete against dallas although dallas has been dallas is an interesting team to start the year um like they they looked like they obviously they blew that big lead against phoenix but then then tonight they win by uh they win by 40 so it's like it, i don't know they – It's still really early in the season to figure this out. But um, let's see if there are any speaker requests from the peanut gallery. I see one here from Tyler. So I'm going to bring you up here, Tyler. Give me some company on stage. Uh, Tyler, you are on the Dream Take, my friend. How are you? Yeah, Tyler Tyler has left the chat. uh, So maybe he's having uh, some technical difficulties or maybe he just – had a little stage fright, but either way, that's okay. Uh, if, if Tyler or anyone else in the peanut gallery would like to come up, feel free to hit that speaker request button and come on up. Uh, again, I'll, I'll leave this opportunity open for a few minutes before uh, we sign off. Not going to be too long tonight, just because I feel like everything that's needed to be said has been said. I guess what we can discuss is Garuba, um, you know, like. For my shows, I like I like a little jovialness. I like a little. Uh, let's focus more on the positives, especially this early in the year when there isn't a whole lot to really base off of. Um, but we can base off of tonight's game with with Usman Garuba and how is this going to move him forward in in everything? Um, so Garuba, um, he played he played tonight. I want to say it was like twenty. 28 minutes tonight that sounds about right yeah 20, 25 minutes i should say 25 minutes tonight he did not play on uh friday against memphis and against atlanta i don't believe he played either um yeah he was a dmpcd um but tonight he's so he went from DNPCD, DNPCD to the starting lineup and obviously look with bruno fernando they said it was a sore left knee that held them out tonight. So that to me tells me there really is no timetable for Bruno to come back. He could be back Monday. He could be back Monday, three months from now. So that means Garuba could be, um, could be in the mix for some minutes here. And if they're going to keep Shangun on the bench to start, because they like his fit with the bench mob, Garuba could be your starting center for the foreseeable future. Now, I think that like Bruno Fernando, um, like the way he makes sense with that first unit, um he's able to be like a bit more physical. And that that is probably what Bruno Fernando brings, that Usman Garuba doesn't bring as much of to the table. And that's that's a size thing, you know. Garuba's like 6'8, 230. Um and Bruno Fernando is, I want to say he's like 6'10, 6'10, like 250? It's something like that. I, I don't know off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, six six ten two forty, excuse me. Um, so yeah, Bruno being out um with this injury is gonna give Usman Garuba potentially a decent amount of minutes. And I think if he plays like he did tonight, he can make that case to stick in the rotation um, for for a while. Um, And I like what he brings because I just feel like defensively, look, he's always been a defensive guy. Like that's and that will never change. Usman Group is not going to be the guy that's going to score twenty five points and fifteen rebounds. Although he might be able to get the 15 rebounds a lot quicker than he could get 25 points. And I feel like in a team like this, it makes sense because you have a lot of people that need the ball in their hands, that, that operate best when the ball, when they're shooting it, when they are passing it. Garuba's not necessarily that guy. Garuba can do the dirty work for you, those things you don't see on a box score. And that is extremely valuable. It's it's the same reason why Bruno Fernando is valuable, but the difference here between Bruno Fernando and Usman Garuba is that Bruno Fernando is a bigger dude, and that like Mike has this thing where he doesn't like to see Usman as a center, um, and that's because he doesn't necessarily have the body of a center, which is understandable. Bruno has a center body, and he's a little bit older has a little bit more experience in the NBA, but not by much. Um, It's just, it's difficult because you, to me, and this is kind of why I have this feeling about Shingun, because you spent a draft pick on Shingun, and, and a high one too, a high, like almost a lottery pick on Shingun. And you spent a first round pick on Usman Garuba. Bruno Fernando was a throwaway in a trade that really didn't, ma- like he was an afterthought in a trade. And he's the one that's, getting the minutes instead of Garuba because he's out playing Garuba. That might be a bit of a red flag in itself that Garuba is there, but also at the same time, Fernando and Garuba is in Spain for Eurobasket. Maybe they, they don't want to push his minutes right away, especially with Garuba's injury history that he had last season. Maybe they're just trying to ramp it up slowly, but also at the same time, now that I'm kind of talking this out, if they really wanted Garuba to play, they would start Garuba, but it has become Garuba starting because of the Fernando injury, and that is a bit of a red flag when it comes to Usman Garuba that he lost this uh, backup center or you know secondary minutes center job to a uh, guy that you know didn't have a contract at the beginning of training camp. Like, he was just a training camp. In fact, they, they brought him in and signed into a four-year deal in the middle of training camp. And maybe that's just a sign that Bruno Fernando just had a really great training camp, and he's parlayed it into a spot in the starting five. That, I mean, like, so, so is this one of... So what is this, really? Is this Bruno is just that good right now, and he's, like, playing really well, and he's outplayed all of the other bigs on the roster to make him the best fit to start in that starting five? Or is that, oh, shit, our draft picks are not, you know, materializing to what we thought, and that is an issue. I don't know, really. And the good thing about it is the Rockets, it really doesn't matter who comes out of this power struggle for the starting center spot or minutes at the center position. Personally, I would like to see Garuba and Shengun win because you spent the draft picks on them. And also, for me, I just feel like Shengun is the best big on the roster. I think he is better than Bruno Fernando. He's a little bit more. He can do more than Bruno Fernando at this point, and I think he's a better finisher than Bruno Fernando. There's just there's just more of Shengun's game than Fernando's, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with Fernando and his game, uh, but. If the role he plays is just different from Sengun. And that's why I've been so, like, you know, weirded out by this whole thing. But I feel like a night like last night when they played Memphis and Al P still got the center minutes, but Bruno only got, you know, a quarter of the minutes, but maybe that's because he was hurt. So we don't really know how this is playing out fully yet. We can we have only two, three games of um sample sizes and none of them lead us to one answer so until Bruno comes back I don't think we will know the answer and it's going to take a long time like that's what I find frustrating about these podcasts and these games early on is like you take the game for what it's worth yes but at the same time it doesn't really mean a whole lot in the grand scheme of things and it doesn't really teach us a whole lot like this is this game was 33% of the Rocket season, so that's a big part of the season. But at the same time, this game by the end of by by next week, it's just gonna be a spec. And by next month, it'll be uh, an atom. And by next next by the end of the season, it's like the game won't even matter. So so that's what I mean. Like everything is small in the grand scheme of things. So that's why we try to magnify these games, but I'm kind of in that position right now where these games really don't matter. And out of these three games, this is the game I would take the least amount of observations from and use it to draw conclusions because while the Rockets were shorthanded, the Rockets were at a schedule disadvantage having to travel on no days rest against a better team And, like, they had no answer for Giannis. The game was over after the first quarter. So, that is all I need to say about this game. And it seems like uh, we don't have another speaker that wants to come up and speak their piece. So, I think this is a marvelous place to park the rocket ship. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this episode of the Dream Take Apologies for the technical difficulties a little bit earlier for those that were listening to us live here on Spotify Live. We appreciate you who, had, who have come in throughout these first couple of episodes, throughout these first couple of games, to listen to us live. We really, really appreciate the support. And, of course, all to our supporters who don't listen to us live, but listen to us on demand, on your own time. We appreciate every single one of you that has uh, taken some time out of their day to spend it with Mike and I. Follow us on Twitter at the Taken at DreamShakeSBN. Head over to our Facebook page. Give us a like over there. Also head to dreamshake.com home of all things Houston Rockets at SBNation.com. We'll be back on Monday for another episode of the Dream Take. Rockets Jazz Home and Home Series, Monday and Wednesday. Biggest key is how are we going to bounce back from this? How are we going to bounce back from a loss like this? And can they find a way to win? That's something we have not seen this team do yet. So let's try to find a way to win. And let's try to find multiple ways to win throughout these next couple of weeks because these next few weeks, wins are going to come few and far between. But if you can, you know, push that effort and utilize all the aspects of your team, maybe they'll be better than two and fifteen after 17 games like last year. Who who knows? We'll see, but we'll keep it on the ride here at the Dream Take. If you'd like to follow my personal on Twitter, you can do so at Jeremy Brenner. That's J-E-R. E-M-Y-B-R-E-N-E-R. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this episode of The Dream Take. And until next time, go it.